An entitled Karen refuses to pay for my services after I tirelessly worked to take care of her kid as her nanny. Here's what happened. I have worked in childcare for half of my working life, at different centers, but also as a nanny and as a babysitter. As you can imagine, I've run into a lot of entitled Karens over the years. And this particular situation was definitely a lot worse than some of the other ones. First of all, I took this particular job because I needed something income-wise so I could keep my apartment. I stuck with this job longer than I should have, and honestly, in the long run, I regret it. This entitled Karen that I was working for was a working single mom, and her absolutely sweetheart of a child needed medical and behavioral interventions, so she got the state's assistance. The state gave me this job through the Welfare Employment Office. With child care that is state-subsidized, the government pays part of the wage, and the parent pays the rest. That's how it's supposed to work, and that's how it's always supposed to work. This is going to be important later. This was back in 2005, so minimum wage at the time was $7.25 an hour. The government would pay for half, and then the parent was supposed to pick up the other half. All this in accordance with the contract for the job. It varies depending on the needs of the family, but the state paid me about $3.66 an hour, and this entitled Karen was supposed to pay me $3.65 an hour at the end of each day. I met with the family and talked over these terms, and everything was agreed upon and signed by both parties. I then turned to copy of the paperwork back into the employment office for their records. The next day, which was my full day of working with this entitled Karen and her child, thankfully all went really well. It was mostly spent with me as well as this child getting to know each other and getting used to each other. The kid did try to test boundaries just a little bit, but I was very firm on enforcing routines that we already established. For me, it was a pretty standard first day, something that I would normally expect. The entitled Karen comes home and the child went running up to her, eager to show off his art project as well as what we were working on. I had other obligations after work, so I go up to this entitled Karen and I asked for my day's wage. She looked absolutely stunned, pretending like she didn't know what was going on. She then asked me, but don't you get paid by the office for this? I personally could not believe what I was hearing because all of this was explained when the contracts were first signed. I explained how it was supposed to work and showed her the paperwork we both had signed the day before, agreeing that she was supposed to pay her part every day. She said... Um, but that's not how it works. I can't do that much. She was horrified that she would have to pay me anything, somehow thinking that $3.65 was a livable wage for any human being. It was an absolute nightmare trying to get her to pay me anything at all. Because I was making some actual progress with her kid, and no one else wanted to be assigned to this family, I stuck around. The entitled Karen paid me about $5 for the day, plus food and transportation costs. But that's the maximum I was ever able to get out of this lady. Eventually, though, I did have to end up giving up my apartment and move in with my boyfriend, who's now my husband. How tragic it is that this lady was only getting minimum wage for taking care of a child like that. She put her heart and soul into this, tried her best to take care of that kid, only for this entitled Karen to not pay her. The original poster went on to say that she did report this lady multiple times to the agency she got work from, but nothing good came out of it. Apparently, the office that worked there was super corrupt, and the entitled 
told Karen that she was working for was also a social worker in that place. So it probably never got past the front desk. And although this story doesn't necessarily have that same zing of revenge that you would expect, I think the best silver lining here is is that that kid got some quality care from somebody who cared. This lady stuck around for eight months dealing with this garbage. In my opinion, that's about seven months and 29 days too long of not getting paid properly for a hard day's work. So kudos to this original poster for this type of dedication. Because honestly, I don't think I would have the stomach to deal with an entitled Karen like that for that long. How do I tell my friend that I don't want to go on vacation with him and his girlfriend? For the 4th of July, my best friend's girlfriend invited me down to her beach house. It was supposed to be me, our other friend John, that's not his real name, and then my best friend and his girlfriend. I appreciated her inviting me down, as I don't like being home because of family problems. She herself can also relate to that, as she has her own problems, so I appreciated the invite. She's honestly like an older sister to me, and I'm thankful for her for treating my best friend right. John ended up getting sick and wasn't able to make it, so it was just me who went. I wasn't a fan of third wheeling, but anything is better than being at home. My friend picks me up, and we head to her beach house. What I thought was going to be a fun weekend away from my family turned into an awkward event really quick. The entire weekend, they wouldn't stop being all over each other. We went to the beach, and they were quite cuddly, if you know what I mean. We go into the ocean, and they're hugging and kissing in the ocean, all while I'm just trying to stay afloat. We go back to the house, and they're doing the exact same thing, and I just sit there awkwardly and watch TV. We then went to an outdoor bar, as well as a club, and they tell me about how they're trying to have kids, and that they can't wait to get married. My best friend told me that he even wants me to be his best man. I told them congrats, and that I take them up on the offer. But then they start telling me some very intimate details, if you know what I mean, about their lives, and it really made things incredibly awkward. No one was even under the influence at this point, since it was when we first got there anyways. When we get back from the club, I'm trying to go to sleep on the couch, and they are on the other couch making things incredibly awkward, and I honestly wanted to scream. We went to a mall the next day, and they're going on vacation together next month, and they said that they need to shop for their getaway. I walked away and shopped on my own, and it was the most fun I had the entire trip. They even tell me that I may be a godfather in nine months' time, because who knows what's going to happen when they go on vacation together. I just didn't know how to respond, and I was like, yeah, okay. They have been together for a year, and I understand there's a honeymoon phase, but I didn't think it would last this long, nor did I think they would be telling me these kinds of details. I guess they got the hint eventually when we were driving home, and they were blaring pop music and screaming along to it with me in the back seat. And when they told me to sing along, I didn't even look up for my phone. I have never had a girlfriend, and my friend can't comprehend that. He's had previous girlfriends all through high school and college. He's been crushing on this woman for years, and they finally got together, which I'm happy for, but he keeps telling me to just get a girlfriend. Yeah, okay, as if they just grow on trees, and that it doesn't take two people to agree to date in the first place. I ask out women in person and on apps. I've asked if any of my friends knew someone who was single, but no luck. I'm making an effort, but it's not easy, and I didn't expect it to be. Now his girlfriend texted me today and asked if I wanted to come to the beach house for another long weekend, and I don't know how to tell her no, as I honestly don't want to be the third wheel again. I just feel like they acted immature the last time I went with them, and I'd rather not go through it again, as it made me feel very sad, and it was very awkward at times. What should I do? Being the third wheel in that kind of situation with people who are that passionate about each other is really awkward. And I have been the third wheel in this kind of situation, and let me tell you, yes, it is incredibly awkward. The original poster has it right. I mean, the way they were acting is just super inappropriate, especially for having a guest come along with 
with them. It's almost like they were doing this just to kind of brag and show off to somebody. It almost also seemed like they were trying to do this just to see how uncomfortable you would become, which in my opinion is just really gross and incredibly toxic. If I were you and I was in your shoes and I had that kind of experience the last time I went with them, I would tell them straight up, I'm not really interested in going anymore. You can do it in a non-aggressive way, but I would just be honest with them. I would say, hey, I didn't really have a good time last time and I don't really want to go again. And then just leave it at that. So yeah, I would just politely decline. And if they ask for more details, just be like, hey, I don't want to be the third wheel and I was really uncomfortable the last time. So yeah, that's what I would do if I was in your situation. But what would you do? Leave a comment down below. We would love to hear what you have to say. My fiance seems to be working against my diet and I honestly don't know what to do about this. A few months ago, I decided to get healthier. We ate a lot of fast food and I was noticing some weight gain and I was honestly unhappy with it. I want to eat healthy and make good choices, but he keeps ordering food and bringing home treats specifically for me. For example, he'll get me McDonald's or he'll order a dozen donuts. This will happen a few times a week. Other than this, I'm the only one who cooks and if I'm not feeling up for it, our only options are whatever he wants and honestly, he's pretty picky. And anytime he picks the food, it almost always is fast food. I have told him I will just eat at home and he can order himself dinner, but he doesn't like this and goes on a hunger strike or broods all night. So I feel like I have to give in. It's either I plan, prep, buy, and cook dinner for both of us on a limited diet that fits his taste or we eat fast food. I've expressed my frustration with him bringing home and offering all these unhealthy meals. And I have a really hard time saying no to them if they're being offered to me. And I told him that, but he keeps doing it. It is a problem with self-control and I know that, but I'd like him to work with me on it and I feel like he isn't taking me seriously. Sometimes he says, should I order this or are you going to get mad at me again? For the record, I've never gotten mad at him ever about food. I either jokingly tease him or remind him gently that I feel really disappointed and hate myself when I eat outside of my diet. Even today, he ordered extra food without telling me and gave me three mozzarella sticks. The other part is is that I end up paying half the total for food I don't even want. He uses food as comfort and I notice he does this with our pets as well and will give them human food a lot. He also likes to treat me because food used to make me happy and he said he thinks I look good regardless. My confidence, however, has absolutely tanked and I hate my body and I feel ashamed. I don't know what to do. I can't tell if I'm being petty and need to grow a backbone or if he's being a jerk and not respecting me. What should I do? I think the way he acts when it comes to food is absolutely ridiculous. I think what probably started as playful flirting and somehow like this little game that you played together has transformed into your fiance deciding what you can and cannot eat, as well as pushing food on you that you're trying to break the habit of eating. You're obviously trying to make steps so that you can move forward and live a healthier life. And it doesn't help that your fiance is basically ruining that. He's not at all respecting your boundaries. And it honestly seems like he's doing this on purpose, which is really unfortunate. And sure, he loves you no matter how you look, but you've decided that you want to eat healthier and that you want to look better for you, which is all the motivation and all the reasoning you need to eat better. So I think having an honest conversation with him and explaining all of that and saying, hey, you're doing this thing that's really upsetting me and I feel like you're crossing boundaries. All of this explained to him would do a really good job of helping him understand where you're coming from. You could also just decide, hey, these are the foods that I'm going to eat and do like some extensive meal prepping so that you can have your own food and he can go buy whatever he wants. It's obviously a more expensive option and it will definitely come out of your pocketbook if you will, but it could be a solution to this problem so that you can eat healthier and he can still have the fast food that clearly he likes to cling to. So hopefully you have this conversation with your fiance 
fiance and you're able to articulate exactly how you feel. And honestly, I hope it all works out for you because it sounds like you're making efforts to improve your health and to really improve your body overall. And because of that, I hope all of this works out and you're able to find some solution to this issue. How do I navigate having friends that don't seem to be happy for me when I start dating someone new? So I'm a 34-year-old female and I've been divorced and single for two years now. I've been dating off and on during this time. I have noticed a pattern of one particular group of friends who I've been friends with for the past three years and these friends all happen to live together. And every time I start to date someone, they never seem to be excited for me when I meet someone new, even if they haven't met them yet. Recently, I have met someone that I am really sweet on and I'm honestly afraid that this friend group is already going to give me the cold shoulder, especially when I want to bring him up and talk about things we did on our dates and what I've come to know about him. I don't feel like they ever seem to be happy that I'm going out and meeting people versus just staying in the house and being miserable about my failed marriage. It seems like that was the only time they had any interest in my life. And worst of all, I consider them to be close friends and I don't know how to approach the fact that I feel this way or tell them about how I met someone finally and that I see some long-term potential in them. I'm honestly not sure how to get through to my friends and at this point, I could really use some advice. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. To be honest, from my perspective, it doesn't sound like these are very good friends. You say they're your close friends, but it doesn't seem like they're acting like it. It's a really big red flag to me personally when I see that they were only interested in your life when you were at home miserable because of your failed marriage. And now that you're getting out there and trying to find someone new in your life, they're deciding, nah, let's give them the cold shoulder and be really toxic. That's a really nasty sign in my opinion, and it is not something that you really need to deal with. I personally don't think you need to go to them ever at all when it comes to who you are or are not dating. They clearly are never going to have a positive opinion about anything you're doing anyways. So why run it by them in the first place? Is there anything you can do about this? No, not really. All of you in this scenario are grown adults. And in my opinion, you should probably find some friends who are going to be supportive. Because it sounds like these three people are dismissive and giving you the cold shoulder no matter who it is. And that's just really not 
unfair. So yeah, I would say try and bring it up to him again, but if this happens again, then let that be a clear sign that maybe they're not the best people to go to when it comes to your future relationships. My girlfriend is demanding to read text messages from my ex or else she's gonna break up with me, and I'm honestly not sure what to do about this. The title says it all. My girlfriend wants me to show her text from my ex-girlfriend, otherwise she says we're through. For some context, I've been dating my girlfriend for about six months, but due to my recent personal mental health issues, I had taken a step back from my relationship from my girlfriend to take care of myself for about a month. I spent less time with my girlfriend, however, I still made sure to talk to her every day. We just didn't hang out as much. We went from seeing each other for four to five days out of the week to just about one or two times a week, and I hadn't done a lot otherwise. When we finally talked it out, my girlfriend said that me being away from her made her overthink a lot, and she felt that it was unfair that I didn't vent out my frustrations and such to her first, which I didn't do as I felt like it was an extra burden for her, and instead I tried to bottle it up or I vented to two of my close friends about the issues, also adding that some of my stress was from her, which I eventually talked to her about. Adding more context, I recently talked to my ex-girlfriend, who I ended on good terms with two years back. We did this for a bit as she started to talk to some of my friends again, and they eventually arranged something to give her a chance to talk to me again. I had spent about a month or so focused on giving myself time, but I wasn't talking to my ex for the whole time. It was more like the recent week when I talked to her and let her catch up with me, and we talked about her personal feelings, as well as me giving her an update of how I've been. It was made clear I had a girlfriend as well, so there was no funny business. The situation became an issue, though, when she went through some of my messages with a close friend and found out I was talking to my ex recently, but I had also made it clear that I didn't attempt to cheat or flirt. However, I did not want to show her the text messages as my ex-girlfriend had talked about some personal feelings and some issues. I had nothing to hide personally, but I wanted to respect my ex-girlfriend's privacy and turn my girlfriend down. My girlfriend went on to say that there was nothing to discuss then, and after the night, she made it clear that unless I had the intention to show her my text messages with my ex-girlfriend, then we would be apparently done. She says that I value my ex's privacy over our relationship, which I repeatedly said was untrue and tried my best to reassure her, but it was all to no avail. Currently, I have no idea what to do as I tried my best to tell her everything we talked about, but she doesn't accept it and wants to see for herself. I don't believe that I value my ex-girlfriend's privacy over our relationship, but I just think that it is unfair the way she's treating me. I don't know what to tell her or do, but I really do not want to lose her. What should I do? I can kind of understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, your girlfriend's trust in you is slowly eroding. From her perspective, it probably looks like, oh, he went to vent to his ex-girlfriend instead of me. Is he going to break up with me or something like that? I think for the sake of your relationship with your current girlfriend, you might want to revisit the thought of, hey, maybe I should show her these messages. Because from the sounds of it, you're about to lose your girlfriend. And also, why were you not upfront with your current girlfriend about you texting your ex-girlfriend? That is super sketchy behavior no matter how you look at it. I'm sure that probably threw her into a tailspin the second she found out her boyfriend was messaging his ex-girlfriend. So I wish you the best of luck in figuring this one out, and hopefully whatever you decide to do doesn't make you lose your girlfriend that you currently have, because it honestly looks like you're about to. My mom is unintentionally causing a rift in my marriage, and honestly, I'm not sure what to do about it. My husband and I have been married a little under 10 months, and we've been together for four years prior to our marriage. My mother and I have a relatively good relationship, however. Her values are way different than mine. For example, I make more than her, but I 
live below my means, whereas she tends to live above her means and always tries to get me roped into her financial endeavors, such as co-signing for mortgages. At the same time, she does what my husband thinks is pocket watching, such as giving us a hard time if we order takeout, constantly asking us how much we have in our savings, as well as telling us how bad we are with money and always telling me to stop spending as we, meaning my mom and I, need money. Then, in the same breath, asking to use my credit so I can take out a $40,000 car loan under my name as she and her boyfriend are waiting to hear back on their $800,000 mortgage approval. She even says that she'll make the payments when they come in. I tell my mom many times that she is living beyond her means and that maybe she should reconsider toning it down a bit. However, whenever I tell her this, she tells me that she deserves nice things that she likes. My husband is getting fed up as we have a baby and by his logic, he thinks that if I want to finance anything, why not do it for us? He's also tired of my mom seemingly disregarding the fact that I'm married with a kid as marriage is not just about the love, but it's also about the legalities that surround it. Finance being a major factor in our marriage. He also hates the fact that my mother never once tried to help me financially, but in contrast has absolutely stifled our finances many times. He is no longer sleeping in the same bed as me and we're arguing like never before and it breaks my heart as he's an amazing guy. By my mom's logic, she gives examples on how other kids treat their moms like gold while hers treat her like garbage. She also tells me how there's no such thing as an ex-mother but there is such a thing as an ex-husband. I love them both and I want to help my mom but I don't want to lose my husband or mess up our finances by getting involved in my mom's desire to have nice things. What should I do? I think your husband has his head on straight to be completely honest and it's time for you to set some serious boundaries with your mother. She is taking advantage of you and it looks like your husband is the only person that really sees it in this marriage. She wants to use you for money so she can get her own nice things. All because she thinks she's entitled to it. Which by the way, you're only entitled to that if you can afford it. And I would even go as far as saying that your mom's not the one causing a rift in your marriage but instead your own inaction of setting boundaries is what's actually causing the rift. If I was in his shoes, I would especially be upset at the way you're not telling your mother to buzz off. She's legitimately trying to get money out of you just so you can foot the bill when she decides not to make payments on that car loan or any of the other financial obligations she's trying to force on you. She even implied that you could have an ex-husband but you can't have an ex-mother with her basically saying you can get a divorce but you can't get rid of me. So in my opinion, it's time to set some very healthy and serious boundaries just to try and save your marriage. Your husband and your child as well as yourself deserve to be financially stable and that does not include having to deal with your mother and all the things she wants you to take a loan out for just so she can have nice things. That's honestly just ridiculous. So I wish you the best of luck in having this conversation and hopefully you can set some boundaries with your mom so that she can understand that your family, your husband and your child come first not her. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.